A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days drew near for him to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him. On their way, they entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for Jesus. But the Samaritans did not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. When his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and consume them? But Jesus turned and rebuked them. Then they went on to another village. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. To another Jesus said, Follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. But Jesus said to him, Let the dead bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. This is the gospel of the Lord. It's uh, nice to have help at the altar for Anna and Ella. Come step up here for a second, come on up. They're doing an awesome job because we're changing things every week. Let's give them a round of applause for Ella and Anna. Thank you so much for all your work. Okay, all right. Thank you for getting up so early in the morning to get here too, because it's always a struggle. But we're looking for servers, young ones, uh, adults, parents with children, grandparents with grandchildren, anyone and everyone. We want to be able to uh, have this opportunity to serve. So if you're interested, please just send me a note, give me a call. We'll get you trained. We've got awesome trainers. And uh, as we continue to build back from the pandemic. So thank you for coming to Mass today. And it's the summer. We finished our uh, elementary school graduation celebrations uh, this past week. Uh, we've got uh, last couple days of school coming up for elementary students. High school students have done some uh, people are looking at summer jobs, but also a lot of people are planning road trips. Now my, one of my brothers and sister-in-law just did a trip to New Brunswick uh, a while, not a week or two ago, and everybody's planning, especially after the pandemic, maybe not traveling too far, but just an opportunity to get away. Opportunity and, and summer offers that opportunity to go on road trips. And, it made me think about, you know, uh, one road trip I was hoping to make, but because of the pandemic, didn't, didn't go to, but it's one going to the Dayton Hamvention. Has anyone ha ever heard of the Hamvention? You have. Wow. So anyway, for about 70 years, 
in Dayton, Ohio. Actually, this past year was the 70th anniversary. Uh, it's uh, it's the hosted by the Dayton Amateur Radio Association. So it's ham radio operators. It's a big, big convention. It's a big celebration. I've gone to it a couple times in years past, and. Uh, people I've gone with before, we were joking about, you know, you know, I'd like to go back one day, and, and we were th thinking about going back this year. It's usually in May. I uh, didn't get a chance to, but it, it's it's a big event. Um, it's uh, it's hard for you maybe to see at the back of the church, but it's um, a big uh, convention at a fairgrounds just outside of Dayton, Ohio, and there's probably about thirty thousand people that show up. It's massive. In fact, the one time, first time we were going across into the U.S. at the border, uh, the American customs agent was asking, where are you going? I said, I'm going to the Hamvention in Dayton, Ohio. And he actually knew, he said, oh, old school communications. I said, yeah. And he led us through without asking any other questions. We were not a threat, apparently. So, but it, it's massive. If you think going into Best Buy is an overwhelming electronics event, well, the Hamvention is that a billion times over. They have various, uh, uh, this is one of the main areas, you can buy all the different gadgets and trinkets. And there's a, since it's a fairgrounds, there's a horse race track. And in the inner part of the horse race track, it's all used electronics equipment that you can just buy, like a flea market. And we spent hours there, you could buy anything. So this was uh, a possible road trip and you might be uh, planning some more exciting road trips than going to the Hamvention, but you would not be disappointed if we were gonna go. Uh, when we were planning on this trip, and this year was the 70th anniversary, here are some of the things when you plan on deciding on going on a trip, here's uh, what we usually think about. So we, we decided to go to the Hamvention, so you gotta decide on a place to go. If you're gonna go on a road trip somewhere, you got to find out where are we going. Uh, you have to book accommodations. So of course we did that. We, of course the internet makes things a lot easier to do, to be, be, book a hotel. Map out the route and time needed to get there. So for this, the, the trips to the Hamvention, we worked it out to save money, is that we would leave on the Thursday evening and drive all night, leave at about 11 o'clock in the morning, and then arrive at a Waffle House near Dayton, have breakfast, and then go and park so that you can have the mad dash to the used flea market section. Some relaxing weekend for me, right? So of course I drove the whole night to get there. So you gotta map out your route generally. I mean, you got GPS, but you gotta have to work out these things. You have to prepare the vehicle for the trip. So I check your tires and make sure you've got gas. I know gas is expensive right now. Uh, you can find the closest Catholic church for Sunday mass. It was right across the street from the hotel we were staying at. Across the street, we went to Saturday night mass. Don't forget to go to church, right? Of course, and then you go. But you got to plan to avoid disasters, to avoid problems, and to kind of work out what's expected to happen. Well, this three homily message series is called The Ultimate Road Trip Essentials for the Highway to Heaven. Anyone remember that show with Michael Landon, Highway to Heaven? Watch, it's on Vision TV. My mom watches it all the time, okay, in reruns.
But water is the essential, of course, because we're all on pilgrimage to the kingdom of heaven. We're on this road trip together with hopefully a destination. Now that destination is that new city of Jerusalem, the kingdom of heaven. And just like you will go on some road trips this summer, we're on this ultimate journey to the kingdom of heaven. And there are certain things that need to be done so that we all get there, so that we all celebrate. So this weekend I'm here at St. Joe's and St. Ursula's and then next weekend, Blessed Sacrament and St. Agnes for homily number two. And then I'll be uh, at Our Lady Victory. And then I'll be back to conclude the series here at St. Joseph's and St. Ursula's. You miss anything, go to chathamcatholic.ca. Again, if you want to watch or listen to the homily or have a nice nap, it's all there for you, okay? The readings this weekend show us uh, this journey. And for this first homily, there's two major essentials I want to share with on this ultimate journey to heaven. The first is this, you need to stay focused on your destination. The world, there's so many distractions, maybe even detours that take us off track, that we can forget, we can get caught up in ourselves and forget this journey to the kingdom of heaven. So the uh, first essential is to stay on course. The second one is you need to obey all traffic laws. Of course, when you're driving somewhere, you gotta follow the speed limit. You gotta, you know, merge and signal and do all these different things. And you're crossing the border or different things. You're following the rules that are there. Well, for us too, in the gift of our faith, there are certain things that help guide us so that we all safely get to the kingdom of heaven. And over this series, the readings offer us opportunities to think about that. The first one is from the gospel today when we heard when the days drew near for him to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem. Jesus' ultimate destination for salvation was Jerusalem. And he knew the cross was there. In the gospel we hear he sent disciples to prepare for the Samaritans and the Samaritans kind of didn't pay attention to him. And James and John surprisingly think they have this power to uh, send lightning bolts on the Samaritans to deal with them. You know, should we send, you know, they asked Jesus, they said, no, no, we're not worried about that. We're going towards Jerusalem. Jesus had very clear understanding that his mission was to lay down his life on the cross and to rise again for our salvation. He's clearly determined in everything he said and everything he did was to converge on what we celebrate during Holy Week and the Holy Triduum. And of course, for us, our pilgrimage is parallel to Jesus, but we're journeying to the new Jerusalem. That's the kingdom of heaven. And so that has to be our driving force. Not just a, a destination we look for at the end of our lives, but every day we live our lives focused in on the kingdom of heaven. Not just for ourselves, but for everyone else. In this sense of urgency, in this sense of always looking forward, Jesus encounters certain people saying, oh, I'm gonna follow you, but I gotta do this first. Or he invites someone and says, come and follow me, but let me do this first. 
Jesus says this, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Of course, if you're plowing and you're looking back, you're not going to have straight rows. You're going to get lost if you're looking back. If you're driving and you're looking just at your rearview mirror, we have to let go of our pasts, seek forgiveness and strength, but always be looking forward. Always keeping an eye on the goal and not get distracted, not get pulled away. And so often in the gift of our faith, we, we know what we're called to do and we know that taking time to pray, taking time to go to the sacrament of reconciliation, coming to mass, kind of having a spiritual life is important, but so often other things creep in, take our attention away, distract us, and sometimes our past can pull us away from Jerusalem, can pull us away from the kingdom of heaven. And so we have to, that essential is we have to stay focused on the kingdom of heaven, where we all, uh, is our true homeland, where we belong, and how we're supposed to live our lives today. Paul's letter to the Galatians reminds us that this journey is not just our own when he says, for you are called to freedom, brothers and sisters, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become slaves to one another. So this goal and dest destination of the kingdom of heaven on this ultimate road trip is not one we take alone. It's also not one that we hold as our own. We have to journey together. Like our family of parishes, our faith communities, we do this together. It's not for ourselves. It's for all of us and especially those who are suffering, those who are alone, those who are forgotten. Talking about following the rules, traffic rules. What are the kind of the, the rules of our journey to the kingdom of heaven? St. Paul says this in the second reading as well. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. We know these things, but we need to be reminded, just like the speed limits on the highways. They're not there just once. They're there multiple times, or, you know, you know if you're tired, pull off the road to remind us. And that's why our faith communities, our family parishes is so important to remind us that we don't, we're on this journey to the kingdom of heaven, but it's not one alone. It's not just for us, but we're called to love, to serve and to treat others the way we want to be treated. St. Augustine said, no one reaches the kingdom of heaven except by humility. We get sometimes so caught up in ourselves and how important we are and forget to be like John the Baptist where Christ must increase and he must decrease. St. Camilla Stolelis said this, think well, speak well, do well, 
These three things, through the mercy of God, will make a person go to heaven. I think those are good rules for us to obey. Think well, speak well, do well. Our faith helps us if we stay focused on those things with our destiny as the kingdom of heaven for not only ourselves, but all of us. We need to be focused in on our destination, the kingdom of heaven, focused in on the rules, the guidelines, the tenets of our faith and how to live our lives so that we can journey and be in the kingdom of heaven and even have a little bit of heaven here on earth. So as we enter into the summer, hopefully a time to relax, to rest, to pause, to appreciate, we can stop and take a look at what our ultimate goal is, that we're all on this pilgrimage, all on this journey to the kingdom of heaven. Let us remain focused and let us follow Christ who shows us the path of how we're called to live, how we're called to love, how we're called to serve.